It is Notes of a Goon. We're back again. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I am joined, as always, by number one Chaz Palminteri fan and my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Yeah, stalwart for me or Chaz Palminteri? All right. You love Chaz Palminteri so much. Listen to me. It's crazy. I didn't even get to defend myself. Uh, How could you? Because, okay, the reason I went to those lengths. Can you give me a pull of a Chaz Palminteri's IMDb? Because you're still a stalwart producer. Yeah, I am a stalwart producer. Producer the show. Yes, while I'm telling this story about my love for Chaz. Mm-hmm. Uh, or lack thereof. Now you, I, heard you, I heard he was in here to do the Slick and the Thick. Is that how they call that show? Or is it just, just called Slick just and slick Thick? Just Slick and Thick. Slick and Thick. Yeah. So that was the working title for Stick and Portly. And you went with Slick and Thick instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, 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 he was in here to do that because I guess he's friends with Mickey Gall. Yes, and so Mickey Gall went and did uh, did his podcast, mm-hmm. and then uh, a Bronx regale because <laughs> he just regales you with tales <laughs> from the Bronx. That's the name of his podcast. Because what the fuck else has Chaz Palminteri done? What are you talking? Who's it? Fucking he's the cop from Usual Suspects. Nobody remembers Chaz Palminteri from Usual Suspects. He's the one who drops the cup and puts it together, and it's like, oh, no one cares humana. about that. Nah, dude, that's the guy, because you're him. You're the, he's the character you identify with in that fucking movie. If you I can identify, identify with, with a character in a movie, he's not very good. I identify with Spacey. He's all retarded, but then he's not. He's a criminal mastermind. He's throwing people off. Yeah, yeah you're a mastermind. <laughs> fucking Megamind. Are you saying I have a big head? Yeah. That's why you get that fucking hat to its last snap. It is on its last snap. <laughs> How'd you know? So look, you're a Chaz Palminteri superfan. You chased him down outside the block. I didn't downtown. chase him down. Uh-huh. All right, that's not what actually happened. I heard that you ran outside. You, I heard you came in just to get a photo with Chaz Palminteri. And do some work. What work? Well, stuff for your show, actually. You literally were just doing the description for my other show. One minute before this show started. A couple minutes, but yeah. I, I don't buy it. I came in last night at 10 p.m. to get all of your fucking bonus content up. I mean, the bonus content was your idea. It was not my idea. None of it's my idea. Giving myself more work is never my idea. You were like, we should do a power slap show. Well, that's, that's neither here nor there. You came in to do some work. When Chaz Palminteri was here. Yes. What day of the week was it? Was it, I think, a Wednesday? A Wednesday. You came in on a Wednesday. None of your shows record on Wednesday. Oh, no, that's not true. Without a country does, correct? No, it's Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday's a day off for me. So, clearly you came in just to meet Chaz Palminteri. Yeah, yeah. No, I admitted that fully. Okay. That's ridiculous. Why? You left Bayside, Queens. Yeah. And came to the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I'm assuming you drove. Yeah. What time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock at night? Yeah. It wasn't seven o'clock at night? 
Maybe it was seven. There's a huge difference between seven o'clock and eight o'clock when it comes to New York traffic. Okay. If you left your house in still kind of rush hour y traffic to take a photo with Chaz Palminteri, that's the you're gay for him. You are gay for that man. <laughs> you know what actually I think it might have been later. Wait. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, feel free to defend yourself. Okay. The photo wasn't for me. Who's it for? My dad. Why didn't you tell your dad to get on a flight and get up here and meet <laughs> Chaz Palminteri? He's apparently Chaz Palminteri's super fan. My dad is a Chaz Palminteri super fan. My dad, uh, like he's... Because of the now you can't leave scene? Honestly, no. For the fucking wasted potential scene. Mm. When De Niro sits a future murderer down and is like, you know, the worst thing in life is wasted potential. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> a real life future murderer and drug addict. Cop killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, best thing about him, honestly. Honestly, yeah. Um, this fucking. How's your dad feel about the guy who played Cologino now? Does not like him. Not, not a, a fan. fan. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. I'll Cologino. be honest. I would rather see a Cologino vehicle than a Chaz Palminteri <laughs> vehicle any day. You're telling me. You I thought should... he was great in The Sopranos. Was he? Yeah. I don't I remember. Mean, he had that one episode where he was with the sidekick from Doogie Howser and they were doing stuff. Oh, he was uh, He was one of AJ's boys, right? No. Or no, one of, uh, one of Chris's boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Um. So would you drive from fucking no. Bay Ridge to the Lower East Side no. to see no. to There's, meet Colangelo? There is. I didn't go outside of this room to take a picture with Joe Rogan. Let's just break that down. <laughs> yeah, you just stood at the door and called everybody taking a picture with him gay. Yeah, I think that's honestly. Lewis gave me credit and said that's the best power move you could do. Okay, <laughs> he did. I swear to God. I showed Lewis that video, like, the next day, and he was just like... I, I was actually showing it to Dave, and Lewis was like, Doggy, that's actually the most power move thing you can do, because you're, like, above it all, but you were still hanging out with Joe Rogan. Did you post it? It's on Facebook. No. Oh, you should post that on Instagram. I put... Po- I, now? It's a funny clip. Throwback clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Nate's in it. It's it's, mo- it's not. I'm not even in it. It's just me and Nate calling all of you guys gay. <laughs> taking pictures with Joe Rogan. Oh, man. Dude, you, by the way, sent a, a fright into my uh, pregnant fiance. Okay, I told her to call Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, like, we got out of the shower. She's like, oh, my God. He didn't know she was pregnant. And she reached out to me like two weeks ago for his number. And I, you know, I was watching Koala Man on Hulu, and it made me think of our Australian friend. Yeah? I swear to God. And I, I just texted him, and I go, I go, I'm watching Koala Man. I assume this is what your life is now. <laughs> and we've been talking since. I text Nate every couple of months, and then we, like, talk for a couple of weeks, we fall off, and I remember to text him again. That's great. Yeah. But... What a good guy. Yeah. And, but he goes, what's going on? And I told him that Alex is pregnant with your child. And he had, A, no idea you guys were even together. B, uh, no idea Alex was pregnant. I was like, didn't she just call you? I felt like I wasn't talking out of school here because I thought she talked to you. Yeah, well, she she didn't have his number. I sent it to her. Oh, okay. She asked me. Mm. Um, yeah, because he got a new number. You got to stay in touch with people. But that's I'm neither here so nor there about why you're so gay for Chaz Palminteri. <laughs> Damn it. We're, We're not getting away from the fact that you <laughs> chased down Chaz Palminteri. Listen, 
My What'd bad. you get your dad for Father's Day this year? Uh, that picture of Jess Palminteri. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. Are you just justify? So you're. This is what's actually happening. Uh huh. Your dad's trying to tell you to give up what you do for a living. And you go, but I got to meet Chaz Palminteri. That's literally, you're a 52-year-old man <laughs> who has to justify your lifestyle to your father. No, I just, you know, like he, I, look, it's one of my dad's favorite movies, The Bronx Tale. Loves Yuck. usual suspects. Um, Bronx Tale sucks, by the Bronx way. Bronx Tale rules. Ugh. Bronx Tale's great. Um, Ugh, it doesn't even, it didn't even film it in the Bronx. So? It's just bad. The movie City Island he was in is good. What the hell is a movie City Island? It's a movie Just near the Bronx movie? That's where people from the Bronx go to eat crab legs. Yeah. There's a movie called City Island. Yeah. What's it about? It's about uh, being the best actor from City Island. Is it a documentary? No. No way. Yes. You want the trailer? Yes, I want the trailer. To... <laughs> the only movie I can think of with Chaz Palminteri other than a Bronx tale ever is that movie where he's a mob boss and ushers a DJ but Usher has to save his mob princess daughter because he needed a black guy to protect his daughter. And I was like, Jesus, Chess. Jesus. Yeah. Like that must have been the that must have been the oh, most offensive. In the mix? Thing. Yeah, in the mix. Yeah. Did you did, has your dad seen in the mix? Probably not. Yeah, something but... tells me he's not gonna like that movie as much. No. Uh oh, you know what? Turns out not even Chaz Palminteri in this movie. Oh. What who's in this movie? Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia is significantly better, better what? actor than Chaz Palminteri. That's crazy. He's in Hoodlum. Yo, you know how much Chaz would have saved Godfather 3? Uh, versus Not this... at all. Nobody could have saved Godfather 3. Chaz Palminteri could have. That's bullshit. This guy stinks. He couldn't save a Bronx tale, and he a wrote it. Andy Garcia is fucking horseshit. He's pull, a... up, I pull up his IMDb. Let's go through oh. Chess Palminteri's. I'm going to make you watch the fucking trailer. I'm not going to watch the trailer to City Island for Andy Garcia's oh, that special. She's kind of hot. That she? Oh, that's Jennifer Lopez. No, I don't want balloons or something. I'm just saying something nice. When don't I make it nice? Oh, that's make not even her. Nicer. Make it yourself. That's just some Italian shit. Yeah. Great communicator. Uh, before we go, uh, Meet the I'd like to thank my beautiful wife, Gracie, for this uh, special dinner that she prepared. And, and I'd like to welcome Tony to our table. So, Vince tells me that he was friends with your mother. Long time ago, I guess. I'm not watching any so, more of this. I don't want to watch it before. <laughs> no, come on, they don't keep secrets. You ready for your test? Oh, no. Hi, Joe and Michael, you'll get 24 hour access. I don't smoke. Yeah, I can tell. My husband thinks I quit. <laughs> Hey, sweetheart, how's my future college grad? You're off. City Island. My wife thinks that I got a poker game tonight. Now, let me break this down. This is how bad Chess Palmetary is. You thought that that was him. <laughs> Bring up his IMDb page. Chess Palmetary sucks. He just is one of those guys who rode the wave of mob movies was in a little bit of them, and then just had a career because people remembered him. Like, he was in, like, before the internet. They just all, everybody just thought he was in Goodfellas. All right, he's in Bullets Over Broadway. Guide to Recognizing Your Saints kind of sucks. Um, pull up the full, the full thing. Uh, oh, God. It? Gravesend is probably the worst show I've ever seen. Oh! 
My girlfriend got fired from that show. For real? For just being disrespectful to the fucking guy. Yeah, it's a... What's the guy's name? DeMeo or something. Pull it up. Yeah, we can watch the trailer to Gravesend. Dog, this is... Honestly, what's the name of the director of this and the star? What's the what's the guy's name? Uh, William DeMeo. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, DeMeo, that's this guy fucking stinks, dude. He just makes these movies. At one point, this was supposed to be called The Neighborhood, and uh, yeah, my girlfriend worked on it in a production thing, and she just in the middle of a shift called me. It was like, hey, I'm gonna quit this job and just left. <laughs> oh man. God, it's... Let's watch the trailer to this, because this is really bad. It's the worst. It's literally... What is it even on that you watched it? Uh... Now, this is Charles... Chess Paul Materi's in this, your favorite actor. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Keep in mind. All right. One of my dad's favorite actors. You And you didn't even remember <laughs> that he was in it, because he was so unforgettable. <laughs> Up against Will DeMeo. Dude. You know, Will DeMeo was just, you know... Chaz Momentary was a candle in the sun that was Will DeMeo. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, my dad fucking loves Chaz Momentary, and even he was like, ugh, that show is bad. Yeah, this is a paycheck for and Chaz he, My dad never... I'll even give Chaz Momentary the credit of like being like, all right, this is a paycheck. He probably what? got 10 grand an episode. What kind Didn't of Didn't think paycheck? it was ever going to get made. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, Sam's not on. Oh, my bad. We gotta hear all the dialogues. There are no saints in my world. I know what I am. By the way, Gravesend. Very nice residential neighborhood. Brooklyn. Yeah? I guess maybe not 1986. I grew up on these streets. They made me who I am today. But I grew up not far from there. When I was born in 1983. I wanted to be like Cousin Charlie. This is our neighborhood. All you gotta do is follow orders. Wait, my dad's restaurant was in Sheepshead Bay. It's like 10 feet from Gravesend. Everything else is easy. Did he know guys like this? My dad knew guys like this. My dad had a real Artie Bucco thing going on. God, he's a bad actor. I didn't make them up. Is that Carmen Rizzo's daughter over there? Oh, another Rizzo. Oh my god, Benny, how are you? This guy is... Oh my god, Benny! This guy's 45. <laughs> yeah. And this is the, the girl he met just out of college. <laughs> and it's 1986. And she's dressed like Madonna. So she's clearly 14. Oh, he got 911s. This is also just the entire first season. Listen to me. You gotta control yourself. You gotta. Running around this neighborhood like some crazy cowboy. Oh, he dropped a box of ziti on him. The ultimate disrespect. Dominic Lombardi. You dare, you dare pour a pasta that doesn't have lines on it on me? It's rigatoni or better. That mops up the blood. It gets in the grooves. You bloody my face, and then you put a smooth pasta that barely retains a sauce on me? I fucking hate you for making me remember that this exists. God, this is the worst show I've ever seen. Our oath and our rules is my Bible. This is that's Bensonhurst, not Gravesend. I recognize a lot of these locales. Lenny's Pizza's in Park Slope, not Bensonhurst. Please don't put me in position. 
I do believe it was John Gotti's favorite pizza place. Sick. Still haven't seen. Head or tail of Chaz. There he was. That was him. That was not him. That was him. That was not him. Who was it then? Not Chaz. That was somebody named Paul Mary. I can't even remember his name. Palmetary. Oh, did you see? He stretched out like Jesus, too, on a couch. This stinks. Turn it off, please. I hate it. Oh. Oh, the song. Yeah, yeah. Let's listen to the rest of the song. No, no, no. Let's listen to the rest of the song. Matter of fact, bring it back 10 seconds. Let's hear that again. I want that as a drop. What is happening? I don't know. All right. I guess we're not hearing that ever again. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not old enough to watch this video, the trailer for Gravesend that we just watched. That we already watched. I IMDb's website is terrible. You know, somebody called Jeff Bezos and tell him he's doing a bad job. You can watch it for free on Tubi right now. Oh, good. <laughs> so I heard something about this guy. Is he just keeps making these? He like churns out these move these these mob things. Go to DeMeo's, uh I keep thinking of Greg DeMeo, who's a comic. Uh, what was this guy's name? William DeMeo. Will DeMeo. Uh, all right, just turn the sound off. Oh, is there more? Oh, that's the old, That's the whole song. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. the whole song. Um, okay, so we got to go to Gravesend and then Willem DeMeo's IMDb. Yeah, he just makes other dog shit. Oh, yeah, he, he, made, he was in Gotti. He was, he was Sammy Gravano in Gotti. Yeah. Oof. Uh, but yeah, he just makes, yeah, back in the day where he, he clearly is playing as a boxer because he somebody was like, you know, you kind of look like that Malinagi guy. And now he was just like, I should make a boxer movie. I don't know where this guy got the He might be like half a wise guy. I don't know. But like, apparently he just like make he like produces all these his own movies. Because yeah. he's, yeah, he's a retard. Oh, his brother's in it and, too? And look, no, but that's what I'm saying. He just gets, but he gets these guys who will just kind of do, I'm, I'm shitting on people who are in this movie, but will just kind of do anything because they're not doing a lot. Shannon Doherty, Michael Madsen will kind of, like, you can just get people to be in stuff if you pay them. Alec Baldwin in 2010? You, yeah, you can get them for one, you can get them for one day. He was the writer. The uh, He didn't direct it. Uh, but I want to see what the production credits look like because I guarantee he has something to do with that. Oh, he is the executive producer. Yeah, for sure. Where are the production? It's gonna be him and some guy named Vinny Boombots. <laughs> All right, produced by Greg Basil, Paul Borges, Willem DeMeo. There we go. Yeah, producer. Uh huh. Executive Roy Zach Roy Zakin. Honestly, that this is the guy we got to look into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the head. We, we're gonna, we're like the FBI with a bunch of fucking felt red wires, all leading back to Roey Zakin for dog shit movies. <laughs> he made these dog shit movies, but it was funded by heroin yeah. <laughs> from the fucking Suarez cartel. Turns out he was just making terrible movies, so the government would outlaw them because so many people were killing themselves with fentanyl after seeing these movies. They didn't even think life was worth living after they saw Gravesend. You people saw Gravesend and immediately turned to fentanyl. True, that's where it, that's where the fentanyl fentanyl spike came from. Yeah. 
So you're Chaz Momentary's biggest fan. Fuck. You chased him down. You drove here. You drove here. You're breaking the speed limit, burning through red lights to get a photo with Chaz. Did you even post it to your Instagram? I didn't see it. No. Why not? Because it's just it's it literally was just for my dad. Hmm. Hmm. Dude, I took my dad to see the Bronx Tale play mm-hmm. for Father's Day one year. Mm-hmm. I uh, I've been to. Yo, how bad was that? It was good. Was it? I mean, I liked it's it. It's a one-man show, right? No, 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 no. It was like a whole... It was oh, a musical. It started as a one-man show, and then he made the movie. You mm-hmm. know that, right? Yeah. That's the lore behind it. Okay. Because he was such a tough guy. You know, the toughest guys do one-man shows. Yeah. Colin Quinn, Chaz Palminteri. You know, real gangsters. Tough guys. You ever hear Colin Quinn's gangster rap going back to Brooklyn? Dog. Palminteri was a fucking... Palminteri's like 6'3". Okay. You're a fucking big dude. Doesn't cut an intimidating figure, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. Voluntary would fuck somebody up back in the day. If you say so. Yeah. I You wouldn't be talking this shit to fucking 30-something-year-old Palminteri's face. You better believe I would. I don't think you would. Mike, I talk shit to everybody. I don't know if you know that. I feel like he'd backhand you. And then I would fucking eat that and... Put him in the ground. Yeah, yeah. I would power slab rules. I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw this out there. I would beat the living shit out of a prime, healthy Chaz Palminteri. All right. Well, what are we gonna do? Get a fucking time machine and test this theory out. Uh, After you get your notary license, (laughs) I need you to start working on getting building a time machine. I'm gonna go back in time, and I'm gonna beat the living shit. I'm gonna beat up Chaz Palminteri so badly. I'm the reason he stops trying to be a tough guy in the neighborhood and goes into acting. That's actually what created your favorite actor is the time paradox. We're going to create it one year from today. Mark my words. So old business. You love Chas Palminteri. <laughs> Two. Has Lady Magloso got back to you? Who's this now? <laughs> the, the chick who is banging the cop who's having threesomes with Megan Hall. Oh, I forgot I DM'd her. You didn't DM her. You just tweeted her. Tweet her again. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I cannot. Oof. Just just reply to your tweet, sup, though, Ma, <laughs> and I'll retweet it. Oh, man. I'm going to go back and find this. Uh, Damn, you tweet a lot. Tweets and replies. I do tweet quite a bit. Oh, yo, Akon Delucci, Amy, want to come on the pod? Uh, someone did reply asking if uh, we'll bring on a, a guy in the internet who does not like me. Who's the guy in the internet? Uh, this guy, MMA guru. Who's that? It's just some guy in the in the world of karate friends. Does he know how to fight? No. Why is he talking shit about you? So I uh, I said I'd box him. And he said no? Uh, I was like, look, I'll fucking... Who, pull, pull up a picture of MMA guru. This is old business. Oh, man. Does he look like Guru the Rapper? I mean, he looks like this. Oh, man. He looks like I don't think he's... fatter booger beard. Uh, I don't know about that. He's a big dude. Kind of looks like Tim Pool. A little bit, yeah. A little bit of Tim Pool vibes. Why is he wearing that hat in every picture? I don't know. As somebody who wears a hat in every picture, just change your hat sometimes. Uh. If you go through all the pictures of me wearing hats, it's always a different hat. Yeah. And I'm not bald, see? Uh, he was, um, 
Yeah, he just talked some shit about uh, Believe You Me. So I was he like, said it was a bad show. He said it was an it was an okay show. It was, a, it was a B show. Whoa, B for Bisbing. Well, his middle name is B. It's Michael B. Bisbing. His middle name is Balin. <laughs> if you recall, if you uh, remember from a few episodes back, um, got to the bottom of Michael B. Bisbing's middle name. Yeah. So this guy, uh, this guy and me, not friends. Mm-hmm. Um. He was just talking some shit, so I was like, yo, I'll box him. And then uh, somebody, he just, like, sits on his fucking computer all day streaming for people. And uh, somebody, like, saw the tweet. Seems like a sad life. Sent it to him. And uh, he was like, no, nah, like, he's the producer on Believe You Me. Like, no, nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't fight that guy. He's, uh, oh, he's- damn. He said he's, <laughs> wait a second. He's saying he wouldn't fight you. Because you're beneath him, he'd only fight the hosts of Believe You Me. No, no. What he said was he would uh, he would fight the uh, if he was gonna do a, a YouTube boxing fight, he would box uh, True Jordy, who's like who a, he's one of the biggest uh, MMA YouTubers out there. Who is it in England? True Jordy. In England, might. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a good dude. Okay, had him on the show, but uh, but this guy fucking. I like how you're very smart to quickly shut me up before I just start saying what would have been offensive for no reason. Yeah. I, I don't even know what this guy looks like. I don't know what he does. I don't know if he puts out a good product. He's a genuinely good guy with a What's very... his name? Troop Jordy? True Jordy. Sounds like a bitch-ass name. I'll tell you that, Mike. Okay. I don't know why you got to do this. I don't, well, look, I don't know if your best friend, you and Chess Palmetary and Troop Jordy can go do a show together. <laughs> I mean, look. What kind of name is Troop? If you're telling me... Troop? <laughs> It sounds like you're telling me True Jordy and Chaz Paul and Troop want to do a show together with me. Is it Troop? <laughs> Chris, you know how quickly I'm leaving. If Chaz Paul and Terry and True well, Jordy it, hit is me it, up, is it Troop? It's True Jordy. True. His name is True. How do you spell that? T R U E. He's. Is this a white fella? Yes. This is a white fella. A very large. With the name True. Okay, he's not actually his name. He's the true Jordy man. Oh, his name is Jordy. No, he's the true... Dog, this guy's so big. This guy is so big, he would beat the shit out of you. He lives in England. Do you think I'm scared of him? Was he going to walk here? There are planes <laughs> in England. All right. Hey, guys. Oh, he sounds pretty tough, I'll be honest. Oh, that guy? Jesus Christ, Mike. Why don't you tell me to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Why would you do that to me? Dog, and this is on an apology video. He looks that big. I mean, he is a sorry looking motherfucker, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, man. What are you saying? I can't take this guy? This guy's a big dude. And maybe uh, I was also on steroids. Why are you going to act like you're not on steroids? I'm not on steroids. Damn, what a bitch. You're not on steroids? No. I've been on steroids for months. Really? Steroids are great. Why are you so fat still? <laughs> because. I'm just cultivating mass. <laughs> you sure are, Mike. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's been old business. Go check out uh, uh, Mike, Troob, Jordy, <laughs> Chess Palmetary's new three-man show, Troob Friends Forever. <laughs> A true at the, friend's at the Winter tale. Garden, at the Winter Garden Theater now and forever. Uh, moving on. 
Look, we've got lots of things to talk about, Mike. I'm glad we got done with all that old business. Um, Power Slap is falling apart already. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's falling apart. The, 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 the sport that was sweeping the nation <laughs> just a week ago. Now, you can go check out our Power Slap watch-along show, uh, Power Slap Recap, on uh, bonus section of High Society Radio's page on gasdigitalnetwork.com. Um, but apparently they only did 250,000 viewers in their first episode. And this is the, it's basically the ultimate fighter, but for slap fighting is what the show we're watching on TBS is. Yeah. And honestly, it was pretty entertaining. Okay. And here's the thing. I think that's going to be the worst episode they air. Okay. You don't get any of the house stuff. When, yeah, now all those guys live in the house. You don't have any kind of buildup or drama towards the actual slapping. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know who any of the competitors are. Mm-hmm. I have, I haven't formed an emotional attachment. I think maybe people them. just didn't know it was on, and that too. It also did. Here's what's crazy: is it did another two hundred and like seventy thousand views on Rumble. So the two hundred fifty thousand viewers that it supposedly had on TBS is probably way less than that because, as we all know. Television ratings are a scheme. Are they? Did you not know television ratings are the fakest thing in the world? No. They always have been. Uh, Nielsen ratings are incredibly fraudulent. Put it this way, Mike. Have you ever met somebody with a Nielsen ratings box? No. In your entire life? I have not. Neither have I. Mm. Yet that is how they determine how many people are watching any television show. It's just the people who have Nielsen ratings. So basically... It's all been a a real scam for the television networks because there's never been accurate numbers on what people are watching. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Like, podcasts have... But that's also why shows that you'll find... You'll, you'll be like, oh, people seem to really like this show, but then it won't do well in the ratings. But it seems like everybody you know is watching the show. And then the ratings will be dog shit. It'll be because the type of person to have a Nielsen ratings box. They did a whole episode about... Roseanne actually did an episode making fun of this like 30 years ago. Where like they would... Like Roseanne would be like, you have to watch PBS. They know what we're watching now. (laughs) I don't want them to think we're stupid. (laughs) Which is like kind of the perfect thing. Because like the Connors would have been a family with a Nielsen box. You know what I mean? Like Like that's what everybody like kind of... It was like this open secret in television ratings. If like you ever like looked into it, I don't know why I know this from when I was like a, a small child. Do you think that? Look, if I was the cable company, I'm only giving a uh, Nielsen box to a family that is like already watching a ton of TV. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the type of family who's always watching a ton of TV might not be watching Power Slap together because they're. They literally sit on their couch with TV trays, that's still a thing, and watch primetime television. And traditional primetime television, think about it, is like if you're watching AEW with your kids and Power Slap comes on, you're going, no, we're not watching this, and you're changing the channel. Okay, no. If you're allowing your kids to watch AEW... Wrestling is a TV show. Power Slap is... You Here's the thing. You can effectively tell your children wrestling is fake. They're then going to watch Power Slap and then do that, and your kids are going to be giving each other concussions. <laughs> you understand uh, what I'm saying? It's like, 
like AEW has a more skewed older audience than t- traditional wrestling shows. Most people who are watching AEW live are not going to watch something like Power Slap. Um, and if you are watching with your kids, you're certainly turning off Power. Like if I was a parent, that might be the one show I don't let my kids watch. That's where you're drawing the line is Power Slap. Yes, that will be the thing that gives them brain damage. And you think that would... You, ex- you can explain to them. They'll know that Power Slap is real. And you can explain to them that fucking wrestling is fake. Especially something like AEW when they're jumping off ladders. I still feel like them doing wrestling moves on each other is worse than slap fighting each other. We all did wrestling moves on each other growing <clears throat> up. How many people do you know that got hurt from wrestling moves? I mean, probably some concussions. I yeah. definitely gave my cousins some concussions. Yeah. I gave my cousin a wedgie pile driver, and he fell off the couch and hit his head on marble floor. Sick. Yeah. That's just because I'm the best at pile drivers, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it's not my fault that he now can't have children. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> Kids are overrated, I yeah. think. You're going to find out. Um, no, but the power slap thing is not is really bad because it is just concussion city. Whereas like an elbow drop, you can fake, you can fake a DDT, you can fake a pile driver. And that's like half the fun of doing wrestling moves to your friends is figuring out how to do them and not get hurt. You do them onto beds. You don't do them onto the floor. Yeah, that is pretty tight. You know what I mean? Whereas like you can't just slap each other in the face unprotected as hard as you can and not give somebody a concussion. However, for adults, it's a great show. I enjoyed the shit out of that television show. It is fun. It was pretty good. But can we all just re-fucking evaluate this? Clearly, Dana White created Power Slap not for American ratings, but because he could not sell UFC to Saudi Arabia when he wanted to, he had to create a new sport to sell to Saudi Arabia. And he did it with Power Slap. Yeah. He is, this is going to be the, the national sport of Saudi Arabia in two years. Sick. Oh, like, I'm convinced. That's why he slapped his wife. Yeah. If there's anything the Saudis understand, it's slapping your wife. And then you go, you know, you can really get good at slapping your wife. You'd be a professional slapper. <laughs> That'll really, then you never even have to slap your wife. She'll just stay in line. And they go, I kind of get it. This is all what this is. Makes sense. Yeah. Do you think, do, all right, what are the odds that they film this whole thing already, right? Because the pay-per-view is what, next month? Uh, Yes. I think oh, it's next month. It's the end of next month, right? Because they're doing like eight episodes of the show and then the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, So it's all filmed. They're going to air them. They already paid for it, right? Right. There's no way it can get canceled? I don't think so. Do you think less people watch it next week or more people watch it next week? Do you think a bunch of people found out that it got bad ratings and that gave it some sort of bump where people went, wait a second, we could have been watching Power Slap? Tell me Power Slap was on? You tell me, I was watching Law & Order SVU again? I get it. The guy raped the lady. I need to see people slapping each other. One of them was a porn chick? That was pretty tight. Yeah. Unexpected. Johnny called that out immediately. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny was quick with that he one. He knows too much porn. So are you watching this week's Power Slap? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. What are you doing on your phone? Nothing. Why are you looking at your phone? I'm just, I got a thing going on. Why do you feel you so cryptic? I was just, I'm playing Marvel Snap. Can you just not do that during the show? I could. I'm enjoying it. All right, fine. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. I'll give you that. Yeah. Just maybe don't play Marvel Snap <laughs> during the show. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's it's on my phone right in front of me. I could be playing Marvel just Snap. Just put your phone somewhere else. Hmm. No, I'll leave it here. It's fine. You're, you're not, like, paying attention to me talking to you about the thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yes, I am. This is you're... the main thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yes, you're, you're Dana White wants to sell a product yeah. to the Saudis. Yeah, okay. You I sound more engaged now than you've sounded in the last 10 minutes. Uh, well, I... You understand that it greatly diminishes what you're doing as part of your job when you're looking at your phone playing a game. I mean, if I'm still pulling stuff up and recording and the levels are good, I disagree. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is how I consume the show. Yeah. But you don't have to be doing... Other, you have to be engaged. What? You don't... You have to be engaged with the show while you're consuming it. You just have to push play and then kind of vaguely hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure it sounds good for the listener, for the 7 billion yeah, yeah. listening no, at home. It's, no, that's like how you do... That's how you have sex with your chick. It's that you just vaguely hear it and you play Marvel Snap. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're not engaged at all. You're just, you vaigely hear it. You think that you I You gotta play... hear it in the background and you're playing Marvel Snap. You think I play Marvel Snap while I'm having sex with my girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> I assume you do. Yeah? Yeah. You think she'd be cool with that? Uh, she told me uh, uh, that you have actively been watching Magic the Gathering on your phone, just the videos of how to get better at it. While you guys were having sex, that's not true. She has told me that. That's not true. You need to check your woman. Though. I've watched YouTube videos on my phone of Marvel of of Magic the Gathering while having sex with her. That's what she said. That's a quote from Alex. Yes, I don't think you're. I think you're lying. <laughs> she told me that. I don't think she didn't. She's not here to refute this right now, which is really pissing me off. She should be here by now. It's very late. Who knows what she's doing? Maybe fucking somebody that doesn't watch Magic the Gathering videos while they're having sex. You think? Yeah. Damn. That's, you can't get pregnant twice. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, free pass. <laughs> Go have fun, kid. Yeah, that's her hall pass. Yeah, dude. It's your hall. Dude, by the way, watched Hall Pass over the weekend. Great movie. Uh, I remember there's a scene in a shower with one guy has a huge dong and no. one guy has a small dong. It's not in a shower. It's even better. He passes out in a hot tub. <laughs> And he has to get dragged out of the hot tub. <laughs> the this, this has nothing to do with power slap, Mike. Oh, that's a great now one. we're just describing movies that we vaguely <laughs> he seen. He almost got power slapped in the face. I think, I'll tell you this. Pick. I can't even take your opinion on movies anymore because I assume you're playing Marvel Snap while you're watching these movies. Yeah, of course. So how do I know if it's a good movie? What do you mean? Maybe you just had a good hand of Marvel Snap. No, no, no. This All right, multiple. this is, we're no more talking about this crap. This is crazy. Moving on. Hold on. Are we still doing this watch along for the second week? Because you just asked me if I'm watching the second episode. It's like, are we not doing a watch along for it? I mean, I don't have to come into the studio on Wednesday. Why would I come in to do the watch along? Yeah. Are we doing that? You have to talk to Johnny. Wait, there's something I have to. No, I have to take uh, my girlfriend out to dinner for her birthday on Wednesday. Wasn't her birthday like two weeks ago? 
Yeah, but I couldn't get a reservation at the place that she wanted to go to until this Wednesday. Mm. All right. I, I had to give up a spot. I guess we're not doing, I guess, Power Slap. <laughs> we'll do two episodes the following week. We'll watch. How can we watch two episodes? We what don't. Do mean? It's on Rumble all the time. Is it? Yeah. It's just. We can watch it whenever we want. On demand on Rumble. Yeah. This TBS deal doesn't sound like a very good deal for TBS. It's a terrible deal for t- TBS. All Think right. about it this way, because all the all the good Republicans are just watching on Rumble, like good Republicans. By the right. way, this show was going to go exclusive to Rumble in like three weeks, just so everybody knows. Is it really? No. No. I'm going to probably put some clips on there. I mean, dude, it'd be cool if we can get a content deal with Rumble. Uh, I've been talking to somebody about it. Yeah? Yeah. Somebody at Rumble or just somebody at a bar? I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was actually somebody I play Marvel Snap with. Okay. He seems to know a lot about it. All right. All right. Yeah, moving on. (laughs) Mike, what's new with the Taliban? I mean, a whole bunch, I would assume. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I heard they have a supercar. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. They got a Toyota Tercel. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, it was just a Toyota Corolla engine that they put into a 3D printed body of a fancy looking car. Wait, is that real? Yeah. Also, pull up the video of the Taliban supercar <laughs> driving in the snow. And I'm like, this can't be in Afghanistan. It's you may snowing. Have seen men- there's, like a, there's like a commercial for it or a trailer for it. Oh, wait. The, the Taliban just put out a trailer for their supercar? Yes. Okay, now i got to find it. Yeah, and it's in the snow. And I'm like, where did they find snow in Afghanistan? I think this is in Ukraine. Okay. Afghanistan Taliban rulers have hailed the unveiling of the country's first homegrown super. Is this what you watched? No, that's not what I watched, but that's fine with me. We could we just take a look at the car. Dude, that looks like a fucking Batmobile. Dude, it's so funny that it's just a Toyota engine. Um, and they just built it, and so they're not going to build two of them. Yeah. The, Said its construction was an honor. Honor for the, for the entire country. The car took five years to build and more than a dozen workers. The plan is to just drive it around Afghanistan so people in Afghanistan can see what Afghani people are capable of when they're not under the rule of American tyranny. Okay, wait a second. They've been working on this for five years? They've only been in power for like a year. I know. It seems like they probably should have been doing something else. (laughs) You're telling me they were actively... Fighting the Americans at every turn while building a supercar. <laughs> building a supercar, which is not a supercar. It's, just, it's got like a 2005 Toyota Corolla engine. What is this? <laughs> oh my god! Here, oh shit! I think this is it driving. Okay, let me see. Oh, look how fast it is. I mean, yo, it does look sick. It, yeah, it's a pretty cool-looking body. Okay, is this just the replay of that original the short? Taliban- Alright. Oh, shit. Shit. I'm fucking up. <laughs> I'm not playing Marvel Snap, the I Taliban- promise you. The Taliban- Whoa, whoa, whoa. God damn it. Mike. What? Oh, okay, I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. Okay. Are you ready for the name of this trailer? Yes. Because we fucking can. Okay, good. How great is this? First of all, the name of the company is ENTOP, which is just sounds like a Myers Briggs classification. 
This isn't even the one I saw, but this is pretty badass. It is really cool looking. Would you buy one? For how much? I mean, what, uh, but... What would you... All right, if I wanted to finance this, what would you say? Like, if I could finance this in America... First of all, in America, where nobody else has one, if I could get this for... Well, it's got a Toyota engine, which means it's going to fucking... It's going to run pretty well, right? Yep. If I can get it for 800 bucks a month, Isn't all in, with 800 bucks a month? Yeah. I would do it. For real? Yeah. I'm talking about that's including insurance and everything. I mean... Right now, financing a car is ridiculously expensive. They want like four grand down to lease a fucking Honda. Yeah? Yeah, dude. It's crazy right now with cars. I feel like you could get a like BMW 3 yeah BMW 3 series payments can range from 626 to 868 a month that's without insurance whatever you pay like 100 bucks for insurance that's not at all what insurance costs in New York City yeah it's insurance cheap if you get just uh you think I'm going to get just liability on my supercar it's not a supercar i'm getting full coverage <laughs> It's got a Toyota Corolla engine in it. It said right in the trailer, Afghani supercar. It makes lamb for you all the time. Either way, you'd be able to get, yeah, I mean, 800 a month all in. Then you got to get a garage because you can't trust that thing out on the street. People are just going to try to steal it. <laughs> yeah. People are gonna be like, what that? They're not going to know it's an Afghani supercar, <laughs> but they're going to be like, that thing's pretty fancy. I should steal it. I don't know, dude. 800 bucks a month seems ridiculously high. All in? It's not that bad right now. All right. I'm telling you. Maybe 600? Cars are expensive right now. I've been pricing cars. It's not. I've been trying to get a car. Hmm. What do you even know? You gave your car to New York City. I got another one. You have a car right now? Yeah. Your car? Yeah. Not Alex's car? No, my car. Who bought it? I did. With what money? Don't worry about what money. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, what this is such a wild lie for no reason. I have a call. We're talking about what's new with the Taliban, and you're distracting me with your lies. This is a crazy episode of this show. I have a Volvo. You know, I have a Volvo. I've never seen you drive a Volvo. Really? In my entire life. I've had it for like a month now, almost. Never seen it. Right. I've only seen Alex's car. I've given Brian mad rides home in my car. Damn, son, you making him suck your dick on the drive? I mean, cast grass or ass, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, what else is new with the Taliban, Mike? Uh, they're saying so. Check this out. Women mm -hmm. uh, cannot go and see male doctors. I mean, that makes sense, right? Can't have a man defiling a woman's body. Yeah, we can't have a man touching some lady's pussy. They've also made it so that women can't go to school to become doctors. I mean, that's also pretty smart. I don't want a woman doctor working on me. Their lady hands. What if they lose a nail in my chest cavity while they're doing open heart surgery on me? It's a real concern. Yeah, I'm always worried about that. Whenever I'm having open heart surgery. Yeah, how often every time. Is that? A couple times a month. <laughs> I like to get it tuned up in there. You know what I mean? They open it up. They tighten everything up. You know, you know, 
Preventative maintenance. Yeah. 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 Every couple of thousand miles, you know what I mean? I go in for a tune-up. Sick. You know what I mean? I just think that's... It's a recipe for disaster is what it is. (laughs) Who's going to deliver the male children? (laughs) Like, that's also a weird problem, right? Like, it's like... Who's then seeing the doctor? Is it the woman seeing the doctor? Or is is the woman just being escorted by the male child in her belly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This man wants to see a doctor? Like, like, the man gives a sonogram to the woman, and once they find out that it's a daughter, they arrest the woman and the baby. <laughs> they, they put tiny handcuffs on the baby inside. in utero? Inside, no, they have to put it inside like a ship in a bottle <laughs> to get it on the... To get it on the fetus. Oh, oopsie. We aborted another one. <laughs> it just makes, yeah, it makes like a Mario. <laughs> ah, so that's what's new with the Taliban. Supercar. Mm-hmm. Super ladies who don't need doctors. They have superpowers. They're invulnerable to harm. Dude, I'm so mad Samira won't put me in contact with them because I would love to talk to a Taliban. Who is this? Uh, Samira Khan. The uh, crazy uh, uh, writer chick. Remember, she's the oh, one yeah. who was like uh, Andrew. The Taliban's worried about Andrew Tate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She won't. She won't put you in in contact. I DM'd her. She hasn't answered yet. What a dumb bitch. What a dumb whore. Ugh, I'm glad she can't get medical treatment in Afghanistan now. Okay, so I got. Uh, let's see. Um, to eat or stay warm, Afghans are faced with tough choices amid Arctic winter. It is cold. It is snowing in Afghanistan. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't think climate change is real, though. I agree. It's probably the vax. Yep, must anyway. be. Uh, Taliban arrest Chinese nationals for allegedly smuggling Afghan lithium. Okay. I like that. Taliban ban puts Afghan law students' dreams on hold. Guessing she wanted to be a lady lawyer. Nope. Yeah, a real Tally McBeal. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Chris. There's a reason 7 billion people listen every week. It's just that. Uh, UN aid chief raises women's rights concerns with Taliban in the Afghan capital. So, hey, they're getting recognized by the UN. That's big. That's big news for the Taliban. I'm, you know, I'm very happy for them. Yeah. I figured with the supercar, you know, I figured they put one of those bumper car motors in there. They already got those bumper cars. They do love bumper cars. Yeah. You'd think that they put bigger bumpers on that thing. Just put the fucking... Dude, imagine if they just put giant fucking bumper rims around it. Mm, that would be pretty dope. I'd and buy then, that. Dude. Seven fifty a month. Just doing doing bumper cars with fucking... We get my insurance payment to go down for sure. Bumper supercars? Yeah. Super bumper cars? Super bumper cars. Mm. All right. Good for you, Taliban. Moving on. Guys, we got to talk about our good friends over at YoKratom.com. YoKratom.com is the home of the $60 kilo. You can go to YoKratom.com anytime you want. Here's the thing. Maybe you don't want to buy uh, opium poppies or things that come from them because it supports the Taliban. I mean, I don't know why you'd be listening to this show. We're pro-Taliban. But if you're anti-Taliban, go to YoKratom.com and get you a $60 kilo of Kratom. That's YoKratom.com, the home of the $60 kilo. Moving on. 
Hey, Mike, do you think that every uh, single person who think has been caring about Ben Shapiro versus Steven Crowder is gay? Oh, yeah. The it's the gayest thing I've ever seen yeah. is a bunch of Republicans on the Internet. It also, like, got me. It's so funny. It made me realize, like, it's like as much as, uh, you know, we get accused of being fairly right wing on this show. We're not at all because I don't know anything about why Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro. I assume Steven Crowder tried to motorboat Ben Shapiro's sister's titties. You think he'd be mad about that? I don't know. She's the only one I care about in this whole situation. Although I will point out, Dave Landau is still Steven Crowder's co-host, correct? I don't know. I believe he is. And Dave Landau probably, easy. he is an S-tier level podcaster as far as I'm concerned. He's incredible. Yeah. He's one of the best, quick, quickest minds on earth. So if he's caught up in this whole super gay beef, I feel very terrible about it. As you should. Hey, Alex. Did you once tell me that Mike watches Magic the Gathering videos while you guys are having sex? Uh, no, but every night before bed. So, right before sex. Is there anything yes, that dries out your pussy after more sex, than... I would say he watches Magic the Gathering videos. Is there anything that dries out your pussy more than this? Um, no. No. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to see you. Um... So Steven Crowder and Ben <laughs> Shapiro, super gay. Oh yeah, you want to know? You want to know the proof? Yes. What does his shirt say? Oh, he's got a talk boy. That was it. What I didn't even understand what I just watched. Uh, so it was uh, Ben Shapiro's voicemail to Crowder saying, come and be a wage slave. And fucking Crowder just slowed down and chopped and screwed the wage slave part of it. Well, he just wanted to put him under contract for like $50 million a year or some shit, right? Yeah, but it was a bullshit $50 million contract. Okay. Like, it was like, okay, if fucking Crowder... It was a $50 million total contract or something. Sure. So it was like... It so you comes... do know about this, because I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, I know about it because, uh, as I said, I was giving Brian a ride home, and Brian is... He's pretty gay for this kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, so he... Um... Does he think it's gay? It's just so weird that those guys are fighting. No, no, no. Brian's like a... Brian's into this. I feel like Dave did a whole episode about this. This is like when uh, AOC calls Bernie a commie or something. Yeah? Yeah. Or Elizabeth Warren or something. So the idea behind this um, was, yeah, it was a $50 million contract. I think it was like over three years or something like that. So it would have come out to like, or four years would have come out to like $12.5 million a year. But um, the issues were, were like... If he gets kicked off of YouTube, mm -hmm. he loses twenty five percent of the deal. If that, he gets, I think that should you should lose twenty five percent of your if you're if the whole thing is you're on fucking YouTube and then they could sell based on your YouTube impressions ads for you, right? Obviously, you should lose some of your money if you get kicked off of YouTube. Gas Digital should give me less money if I get kicked off of YouTube. Right, but the issue is. Uh, it is a, like, he's been kicked off of YouTube so many times. 
Yeah, well, so it's probably not a good deal for him. Right. So he's just like, that's why he rejected the quote-unquote $10 million deal. So why is this a fight? Um, what do you mean? I don't understand why this is an argument. Uh, yeah, I don't either. So it's like, I, I think it was just that Shapiro was like, you're getting $50 million, and fucking Crowder was like, it's not about the money. It's about me being able to say what I want to say. Okay. I'm sure he's doing fine financially. Um, well, I don't understand why they're beefing. Sure, too. I don't know. Why Why was this... Why was Twitter a buzz about this? Because he... They're turned, both so gay. Because he turned down a $50 million offer. Which nobody does. But if he's making $10 million a year, who cares about the $50 million offer? I'm sure... Pull up his Patreon. I bet it's pretty high. No. Is, is the production booth door open? Uh, yeah, it seems like that. There you go. Uh, is it TJ Kirk? TJ Kirk? I, I don't know, dude. Steven Crowder. Oh, no, no, no. Steven Crowder is a liar. Is the pa- I don't know. I don't think Steven Crowder has a Patreon. So how does he make money? I don't know. Probably through ad sales. Selling brain supplements like fucking Alex Jones? Maybe. Steven Crowder has a YouTube channel, though, right? As far as I know, yeah. He's got a website that does pretty well. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Hmm. Uh, Oh, wait, no, that's Crowder music. I can't find this fucking guy. I don't know what he does. I think he just sits in a park. No, that was years ago. That was his old thing that went well, and then now he's just... I, he's just a Republican comedian. Which, fine, who cares? But it's just... He's a comedian? He was a comedian. He did comedy. I think so. So did Greg Gutfeld. I think Greg Gutfeld still does comedy. Yeah? Yeah. Neither of these guys seem like they're very funny. I feel like I met Greg Gutfeld. I don't think he did comedy. I think he was a writer. No, I think he still sells tickets. He still does clubs. Like, he doesn't, like, pop in and do spots, but I'm pretty sure he still oh, sells. Oh, wait, Gutfeld's the one with the, with the night show, nighttime show, yeah. right? Yeah, no, I haven't met him. Yeah. Who are you thinking of? I don't know. Steven Crowder? No, I think he used to do a show with Gutfeld. Mm. Tom something? Tom Gutfeld? Nah, he was Tom... Tom Shalou. Tom Shalhoub. Isn't that the guy who no, played Monk? No, Tom Shalhoub. Who the hell is Tom Shalhoub? I don't know. He's uh Dude, this, these Republican <laughs> comedy vague YouTube news people suck. I This is the most boring segment we've ever done on this show. Even with the part where we're talking to your chick about how her pussy was dry because you play Magic so much. Okay. That was the best part of this whole thing. That's how much these guys suck. Damn. What? So I'm just seeing his uh, his quote unquote. I didn't want to do this video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that says it's time to stop, where he reads out the terms of the contract, mm-hmm. are uh, his two most viewed videos, yeah. totaling over 3.2 million views. Ben combined. Shapiro also has a huge audience. So this is a work. 
They're working these idiots. It seems like that may be the They're case. working these marks to get the algorithm to work in both of their favors. And uh, do- each double their audience. Yeah, probably. If I yeah. had to guess, probably. Because I guarantee there's people in the Ben Shapiro sphere who didn't really know shit about Crowder and then went and checked out his page. And there's people who were like, you know, I haven't checked out Ben Shapiro in a while. Heard Crowder shitting on him. He goes, what's Shapiro even doing nowadays? And they went and checked out the Daily Wire. Probably that, I heard, we were talking about Power Slap doing poorly. That Gina Carano movie made $800. Did you see that? Did it really? In box office, $800. I don't know how many theaters it was in, but if it's more than one, that's pretty bad. That's not good. That's bad if it's in one theater. Assuming a theater is 50 seats that are all $15 a seat. And you got it's got to play a couple of times in a weekend. Uh, Gina Carano. Box office will probably do it. Uh, Media straight up lies about Gina Carano's box office clout. The film only grossed 804 days in its one-day theatrical run. Oh, one day? And it made $800. Yeah. But they only planned on having it out for one day. Well, the real thing is... To be eligible for a nomination for any awards, you have to be you have to run in a theater. They made an exem- exemption for COVID. But if she still made eight hundred and four dollars, even if it was only in one theater for one day, that's still pretty bad. No, it's not good. I mean, it, the reason you would only run it in one theater is to um, like guarantee yourself a sellout. In the biggest theater possible so that you can maximize the... Um, well, if you're absolutely not trying to make money on it. Yeah. But you just want the publicity. You would still want enough of a return so that you're number one in per theater uh, gross. Mm. So it's like, look, I know I'm not going to beat fucking Spider-Man. Or whatever for like number one for for whatever the big movie is. If you know you're not going to beat that, what you should do is find a place where you know you're going to sell and out and then buy all the tickets. And then yeah, hammer that. Yeah, buy all the tickets and then like just give them out to paper the room. Honestly, yeah, they didn't even do that. Eight hundred forty. Well, I think it's got to be just because they want to be able to be nominated for awards and then like if they happen to get one, you know what I mean. So you're saying they put it in theaters just... So Frontline was nominated or maybe won an Oscar. No, it was the year Icarus won the Best Documentary Oscar. They had this... uh, uh, Frontline did one called Abacus. They came out the same year. It was about the one bank where the CEO of the bank got in trouble after the 2008 financial crisis. It was a local Chinatown bank. Yeah. You know the story, right? I do know this. Well, I, I just know it from the end of the movie, The Other Guys. Oh, okay. Well, it's a great... It's honestly... Take a look at that. I think I believe the documentary is called Advocates. It was great. If anybody's listening, just it, it's worth a watch. It's pretty interesting. Um, but they put it in theaters, and I was like, why is this in theaters? I saw this for free three months ago on Channel 13. And the reason why is you have to rent out a theater for a certain amount of days or whatever it is to get nominated for certain film awards. Golden Globes, Oscars, etc. That makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, it's kind of a... Well, it's like... it's like If you want to be on the New York Times bestseller list, you have to... You have to do a certain amount of signings in independently owned bookstores. You can't just do Barnes & Nobles. You have to do this and that and all sorts of horse shit. Hmm. You, 
you have to go to essentially mom and pop shops. Really? Yeah. There's a whole list of criteria uh, that it is to get on because the most effective way to market a book is not marketing a book. It's just being on the New York Times bestseller list. So essentially, you jump through the hoops and then your publicist buys enough books to get you onto the fucking list. Hmm. And then they just disqualify certain books because they don't fit certain political agendas. Yeah? They absolutely do that. There's just certain certain books that are ineligible. If Donald Trump put out an autobiography tomorrow, it would sell all of the copies. It would not be on the New York Times bestseller list. Really? 100%. Can they really do that? Look it up. People have all sorts of issues. I mean, just Google, like people's issues with the criteria for the New York Times bestseller list. It's crazy. They actually stopped doing one. They briefly did one for graphic novels, but people didn't want to spend the time because it's an expensive undertaking to write a graphic novel. You don't want to go to these like little stupid stores in the middle of the country. You want to go to Midtown Comics and just churn this fucking thing out. And you want to go to comic stores that don't count towards your signings, but people are going to come see you at a comic store and buy your fucking comic book. So they got rid of it. The only thing that was, like, the killing joke was number one on it. They ran it. They had a graphic novel. Oh, I remember this. Bestseller list three years ago for six months. And every week, the killing joke was number one. The killing joke. That's like if fucking On the Road by Jack Kerouac was on the number one, was number one on the fucking New York Times bestseller list tomorrow. And uh, wasn't, what's his name also? Uh, the Watchman was constantly on it. The Watchman and the, the, the Grant Morrison one. Uh... Animal Man? No, 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 The classic Batman Morrison. Oh, uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, a lot of the Batman ones that are constantly in print, were just, it was just <laughs> what was on it because the guys who were writing graphic novels couldn't jump through the New York Times hoops. Interesting. Yeah. Fuck the New York Times. The failing New York Times. <laughs> I really wish Donald Trump would just come and call Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder gay. Would that make you vote for him again? I didn't vote for him the first time. Sure. Okay. Whatever you say. I don't vote, Mike. I need you to understand this. I vote for myself once every two years. That's it. <laughs> so when you go down there to vote for yourself, and nope. they're like, hey, you can vote for the presidency while you're here. No, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Not even going to take that ballot. Nope. You get that out of here. Do you know, did they tell you how many votes you got? No, I wish they did. Because it'd be funny that it would just me and Melanie. Damn, you got her to vote for you? Yeah. Did you register your cat to vote for you? Oh, <laughs> Snowball, too. No. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, you see, oh, we got to talk about M&Ms again. <laughs> I hate how much we have to talk about M&Ms on this show. So a while back, we talked about... Uh, 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 the purple M&M existing. And now they're getting rid of all of the M&M's mascots. Did you know that, Mike? I did hear about this. Did you hear it? So uh, the M&M's company was like, people are upset about an M&M's shoes. It was like, well, you changed her shoes hoping people would be happy about it. Like, you guys tried to make... So, like, the M&M, the Mars company tried to make a bunch of stands with the M&M's. And people were like, this is stupid. You're stupid and we hate you for this. And 
apparently they gave the green M&M back her sexy boots. I heard this. Did they? And now it's now it's all over. Now it's just Maya Rudolph is the new M&M's spokesman. Uh, She's reprising her role as the whore from Idiocracy. You know what? It, is this real? This is real. That's the verified count. Yeah. I mean, I like that there's now gold check verified. Yeah. Let you know. That's what's for corporate. Really going on. What is this? Kingship Limited MMs? But, now you're just shopping for MMs. <laughs> you need to go on Ritalin. <laughs> yeah, you do. This is ridiculous, the way this show is going. What do you mean? The show's going good. Uh, America, let's talk. In the last year, we made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Hold on. We weren't sure anyone would notice. So what we did was we hired what I'm assuming was an expensive publicist <laughs> to tell every news outlet in the country about it. And then what we did was we had those same publicists uh, uh, tell every one of those things that we were standing strong in the face of criticism when we got like seven mean tweets. And Tucker Carlson, who's just starved for content, talked about it. <laughs> Can we watch Tucker's thing? Does he have another one? I don't know. On, did we I'm watch sh- the first one? Yeah, we did. This was from, we watched it from a week ago? No, we watched the one from The Boots. I don't know. This we, one was January 11th. We watched the one about the purple M&M, too. We, had, we did kind of agree with him about the purple M&M, when she was just awkward. Good for her. Maya Rudolph getting a good check. That rules. She, yeah, she's always been very funny. I've always liked Maya Rudolph. So here's the thing. I thought she was so hot. So here's the thing. Let's go back to their statement. Let's go back to their statement. Um, so we definitely... Oh, uh, we weren't sure if anybody would notice. We definitely didn't think it would break the internet... Therefore, we've decided to make an indefinite pause from Spokes Candies, and in their place, we are proud to introduce a spoke. So basically, it's like they're talking about like all of the controversy. They didn't know that they, the, the con- that there would be controversy around uh, them changing the M and M's, the new purple M M&M and M that we made fun of because we were like, "What is? She's a lady, but she's just awkward." It was Amber. It was uh, what's her name? Amber Ruffin. Yeah, is that that lady's name? I don't know. The, she has got a TV show on Peacock. She's got a late night talk show on Peacock, I think. Amber Ruffin, is that her name? Black lady? I, I'm i looking it up. I saw her one bit about Black Wall Street. I thought it was kind of good. It was a while back. I think that's her name. Okay, yeah. I mean, there is a black lady named Amber Ruffin. She was the one who played the voice of the purple Eminem. We didn't talk about it on the show because I we just watched the commercial and made fun of it. I found out the next day that it was her. She called it the role of a lifetime. I mean, I, I don't know that she does a lot of acting. She did a lot of writing, and then she plays herself. So it was the role of her lifetime. All right, fair Purple enough. Purple Eminem. Um, dude, if they were like, hey, bro, uh, we're doing a fucking... What's a fucking color Eminem that they don't have? Teal. We're doing a teal Eminem. You want to play the teal Eminem? You better believe that I would say this is the role of a lifetime. <laughs> what, would, what would your Eminem... The only role that would be more of a role of a lifetime is if I got to play... A Kaiser roll that was part of a bacon, egg, and cheese. That would be the only bigger role for me. What would Maybe you... pork roll. If I got to play pork roll in New Jersey. You're already playing pork roll. What was your what would your what would your Eminem's personality be? Stupid Italian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, Bafangul. 
<laughs> You're gonna be the green, white, and red M M&M? and M. Yeah, 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 I'll be the green, white, and red M M&M, and M, and I'll start smacking the other M and M's around. I'll tell them. I'll tell the brown one they can't leaves. Um, <laughs> so M and M's was trying to not make a stink about things, right? Apparently, they were not trying to make some stinks. Yeah. And then. Uh, 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 you're the white Eminem, but you bring over red and green to talk about this thing of ours. Let me tell you something. <laughs> We're not like the other Eminems. <laughs> we got a set of codes. <laughs> You'll be sleeping with the Skittles if you keep talking to me. You'll be sleeping with the Swedish fishes if you keep talking <laughs> to me this way. Son of a bitch. I'll be the brown M&M that thinks it's a white M&M. I'll be the Italian M&M. <laughs> uh, no, that one's from Detroit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the M&Ms, they, they, they weren't trying to make a political statement. The thing that, that we missed some M&M news about two weeks ago, Mike. Did you know this? What happened two weeks ago? I'm seeing they're celebrating the Lunar New Year. Well, everybody's celebrating the Lunar New Year, except that's the 72 people who got shot for it. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> so a couple weeks back, they put out a package of only the girl color m ms Wait, what? And the package says, supporting women flipping the status quo. And it's just the brown M&M, the purple M&M, and the green M&M. It's because those are the lady characters. And they just only put those colors in a bag. So, like, you're, you're saying, hey, we didn't think this would get political. But you literally put out a package saying, supporting women, flipping the status quo. You're making a political statement. This is the first time they've been featured together since a viral treat from 2015 sparked rumors that they were a lesbian couple. <laughs> Which ones were a lesbian couple? The brown and green. The brown and green Eminem? They were, that's why she put on the flats. She was like, I don't have to impress these men anymore. Yeah. That's it. Somebody saw that and was like... First of all, does the green M&M have a wiki feet? Uh, let me check. Because if not, I think we should start a wiki feet. See I, how to start a wiki feet. I don't think... Here's what happens when I typed in green M. A bunch of uh, Asian women... A bunch of green M's showed up. <laughs> I like if you say anything a certain way, it just sounds like a slur. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, so how do I create one? I don't know. I've never created a wiki feed. I've never I'm been a weirdo like you. Wiki feet until this moment. That's a lie. I swear to you. You know, Ralph has a wiki feet. Does Ralph have a wiki feet? Yeah. I gotta look this up. Yeah, Ralph Sutton has a wiki feet. Upload wiki feet. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Oh, you have to you have to create an account. <sighs> oh. Okay, WikiFeet men. Yes. Huh. He does have a WikiFeet. Ralph feet. Sutton has a WikiFeet. All right, now I'm upset that... Do I have a WikiFeet? Nope. How do you know? I'm ch I look up all my friends on WikiFeet just to make sure they don't have WikiFeet. Do you really? Yeah, I don't have one. Mm. All right, now I'm offended. I want a WikiFeet. Yeah, to show more... Your feet on things more often. I'm just going to submit myself. Well, no. We need to make the green M&M wiki feet. I oh, think she right. deserves That's one. That's what I was doing. Before they retire her old ass. Before they put this old hag out to pasture. Maybe we'll help her get an OnlyFans going. Dude, this this is... 
this is only visible to site members. Fuck, I gotta make a new thing? Just do it after the show. It'll be post-production for you. Ugh. All right. Yeah, I'll, all right, I'll do that. Stop rolling your eyes. Like, I won't check on this and complain about it next week. I'll have a bone you to You are going to complain about it. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, now that you've told me I won't, now I just have to keep checking on these crazy things. I didn't say I you won't. I said you will. You, I'm actually no, saying No, now you're, you're saying it. Now you're saying you're it. Because I've started doing it. You're the most demanding host I work with. So, yes. What am I demanding? You're the What have I demanded of you recently? Recently. Recently? Yes. When you hit me up on the weekend to be like, where's the power slap content that's not up yet? Well, that you know why I did that? Because you told me I would not check on it. <laughs> on the show. Yeah. That's true. And Bobby Hutch, who's sitting behind you, your boss told me to do more bonus content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he told me, well, well, there's no point in doing bonus content if it doesn't happen. Mm. If we don't put it up, then I've just wasted my time. Instead of wasting both of our time. Because I've also wasted some of your time. You wasted, yeah. I was there too. Yeah. You and I have wasted as much time until the moment I start post production. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you just want to make sure that I'm wasting more time. Well, there's no, no, then it's not a waste of time because then we've done the work. No, yeah, then we got something up. Yeah, that's not a waste of time. So literally, if we just sit here and record a show as a show and then don't put it up. Then we've just wasted time. We could have just been hanging out together, Mike. Mm. Yeah, this uh, that this... just that makes it weird. Do you understand <laughs> like how weird it is if we talk into mics next to each other and then never put it out? I kind of like it actually. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We could just join a darts league. It's way better if it's just for us. No, nope. no, nope. we then... can just no. Nope. We can just go get construction jobs <laughs> and shoot pool afterwards. Damn, that sounds so much more fun than this. You know how much more fun that sounds. I mean, they, I think they drug test. What do they drug test you for? Weed, definitely, and then all, also the other things. Weed's legal. How can they drug test they, you for something that's legal? You know why? You don't know why? All so there's a there's an apprentice union for I think local seventy two, which is a construction union coming up. They are giving out ten thousand applications. If you actually do, I know you want to get a different job. If you want to go get that job, you can, but they will drug test you for weed. Seems unfair. Well, you know, you don't know why they do this. Yeah, they don't test you once you have the job. They test you before you get the job because then what they say is they don't want you smoking weed. You're not allowed to smoke weed if you're part of this union. And the actual reason why is because they get a better deal on their insurance for the union. If every time you get hurt at j- your job, which you will if you're doing something like construction, or you're significantly more likely than anything else, what they do is they immediately drug test you. And if you pop for weed, which is the thing that stays in your system more than one day, uh, you, your insurance does not pay for your on-the-job injury. Are you serious? That has happened to multiple friends of mine at union jobs. Maybe not for this particular union, maybe a different one, but I've had multiple friends with union jobs have that happen. They don't. They never once got drug tested at work. They had to get drug tested to get the job. Then they got hurt at work. First thing they do is go, okay, go to the doctor. Before the bill comes back, they go pee in this cup. If you piss hot, they will not cover your injury. Even though you could have smoked weed three weeks ago. Huh. Did you not know that? All right, so now this union thing seems less appealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like maybe you got to put up the Power Slap show, Mike. All right, tune in, gasdigitalnetwork.com. 
Bonus content, high sided radio. I've just made my bed, huh? Something tells me you haven't done that either. <laughs> Alex makes the bed. Yeah, of course she does. <laughs> so M&Ms are fucked. Moving on. Nothing, nothing has made sense on this entire show. I, I feel like we need to wrap it up because this is the most nonsensical. What show. do you mean? Nothing has made sense that we've done on this entire show. This is the most disjointed show we've ever done. Mike. This is not true. That's not true at all. There's been way more disjointed shows. There was a show where fucking Godfrey was talking through all of it. You were very angry at that. Oh, that was super disjointed. Yeah, that was bad. This is. I feel like this is not a good show. Why is this not a good show? We just talked about the fucking M&Ms being fucked up. They're, they are all fucked up. They we, don't fucking have to, we, don't have this, we don't have this Wicca feet going. Yeah, not yet. You told me to do it in post-production. Post-production with your feet. But uh, I'm just saying, we, we barely even talked about the fact that they made this whole lady M&M package. It's crazy that they would do that. Who Why cares? is it crazy? Who would buy that? Women? You would just buy it if it was the only M&Ms there. No. Some... And then they could be like, look, more people bought our lady M&Ms. You stopped selling the other M&Ms for two weeks. Did they stop selling the other M&Ms? I don't know. It seems stupid. I'm just grabbing the first thing of M&M's. Are these regular, original milk chocolate M&M's? Good. I don't care what color the outside is. It doesn't change the flavors. They're not Skittles. I'll be honest. This whole conversation making me really want some M&M's. I'll tell you, I'll never eat an M&M again. Is Jorge still here? I don't know. I'll only ever eat an M&M out of Maya Rudolph's pussy. That's it? Or Amber Ruffins, I guess. Who Sick. plays the green M&M? Some lady? I mean, it has to be. No, a man can have a woman's... Because then they're trans. True. Uh, Cree Summer and Larissa Murray are the voices. Attractive? Of, I don't know. Uh, I'll look them up right now. No, it doesn't matter. I'll eat, a, I'll eat M&Ms out of their pussies. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be superficial, Mike. Really? It's just about the candy? It's about the candy and the pussy, you know? I mean, you sure about that? You're eating M&M's out of this chick's pussy. I mean, she looked good when she was younger there. Yeah, sure. But she's that now. I don't want to be ageist either, Mike. She was the uh, uh, Angelica's friend on Rugrats. The black friend. The black friend. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm, I'm committed now. What's her name? Cree Summer. Well, Cree Summer, if you want M&M's eating out of your pussy, I guess I have to do it now. Moving on. All right. Two quick things and get the fuck out of here? Yes. Okay. Uh, real quick, let's see this video of this uh, black guy who's homophobic that you sent me on Twitter. <laughs> you think that's it? Is that the whole thing? You think he's just homophobic? All right, here, let's see. Bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. You're fucking banned, dude. What, why did he ban yeah, that you're guy? Fucking you're fucking uh, because he tricked him into watching uh, a Gay guy porn? masturbate while having a dick in his butt. Seems like he's kind of homophobic. Why is that? Because he's, he's, uh, he's on Twitch. He seems very upset <laughs> and on edge. Why do I feel like it's some corny shit, bro? Why do I feel like it's some infinite? It's, it's gonna be some some weird shit in here, bro. 
Is this Andrew Tate that he's watching? Yes. It's an Andrew Tate tribute clip. And he's checking. He's checking to make sure it's okay. All right. All right. There you go. No! <laughs> oh, you're banned. You're banned. You're banned. You're fucking banned. You're banned. You're banned. You're banned. You're banned. You're banned. Wow, he's very upset with that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You're fucking banned. You're banned. You are fucking banned. And I don't give a fuck, nigga. You don't even follow me, nigga. You literally. No, you're banned, bro. <laughs> Jimmy Thug, thanks for the fuck. Bro, what the fuck is... <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I swear to God. Bro. It's all the same video of the guy <laughs> masturbating with the cock in his ass. So, if you're listening to this, uh, it's just <laughs> randomly in these videos that are being sent to this guy. It's just a video of a guy jerking off with a huge dildo in his ass. <laughs> this guy just freaks out. He's a homophobe, clearly. <laughs> It's really the only, the only... It's a weird thing in that community, you know? The Twitch community? Mm-hmm. I mean, I for, I always hear black guys don't play that gay shit. Apparently, this guy doesn't either. Hmm. If only we had somebody to help us out with this. <laughs> oh, thank God. The racehorse is here. I mean, you know... Chris, he's always here when you need him. Is he? Name a time the racehorse you've needed the racehorse. Well, I heard there was a racist series mass shooting in L.A. Was that a yes or a no? Uh, It was one clop for no, but he did it twice. Mm, That was not a racist shooting. It was an Asian guy, but I think he was self-internalized racist. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying he was internalized because his penis was so small it went inside. All right, relax, 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 racehorse. Now, if, you, if you're a new listener to the show, this is our race relations expert, the racehorse. He's very intelligent. And so I wanted to talk about this gay homophobe, not gay, this black homophobe on uh, uh, Twitch. Oh, he is black, and he's clearly a homophobe. Why are you getting so mad? It's it, it, maybe not maybe not because he's black, but I think it's maybe a, a cultural thing where maybe he's getting a little more homophobic. Because whenever we, if you notice, the two white guys watching the video <laughs> laughed hysterically <laughs> when the man jerking off showed up on screen, <laughs> and the black guy got very upset and banned them from his page. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was live streaming on Twitch, and it could that could fuck up his his whole shit. I mean, that giant black dildo in your butt can also fuck up your shit. Thank you. Uh, but back to the shooting. I don't know much about this shooting in L.A. Yeah, I mean, all I know about it is that a bunch of Asian people got killed, and uh, they were killed by an Asian man. So I mean, 72 people got shot? Well, I mean, you know. Was that it? They got to do uh, They got to do things in, in uh, uh, variables of eight. Why is that? That's just it's a Chinese thing. I feel like maybe that's that that should get two clops for no. No, it's true. It's true. No, is it? Yeah, yeah, eight's like they eight's like a sacred number in China. That's not true. So it's like yeah, yeah, it is. What? Yeah. Is that why that's how many shrimp come in a large shrimp with broccoli? I mean, oh my god, <laughs> I count the shrimp. I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah. Uh, no, he's a 72-year-old man. Oh, 72-year-old man. Fired 42 rounds. Okay. Killing 11 people and wounding nine. That seems like a lot. There was a bunch of people who immediately called this out as Asian hate and said that it was Donald Trump's fault, and then they just didn't delete their tweets. They just shut down reply. There was one guy that got 5 million views on Twitter saying that he hates that white people do this. And then it was... Um, I saw it on Reddit, and then it just stopped. I literally go, as soon as I read the article, the original article when the shooting happened, and I go, the police didn't release a description of the suspect. I was like, well, uh, it's not a white guy. <laughs> like, we've done that bit on the show. Like, once there's no description, you go, all right, well, we know it's not a white guy. Because they know that they want to keep their friends at the news networks happy. So they go, yep, white guy. Go ahead, run with it. Make your monies. They said that this guy might have just been like, he was 72, though. I think that's actually the craziest thing about this, is that he's 72 years old. And he got off that many shots? That's nuts. Like, a 72-year-old Asian man, I assumed, like, his giant glasses would have fallen off after he shot it a couple times. Like, I assume, like, an old Asian man would have been shooting the gun and then, like, being, like, lifted up in the air like like a, a child with a fire hose in a cartoon. You know what I mean? Mm. Wait, what? You understand what I mean? Like if like a small child in a cartoon turns on a fire hose and then they get flown <laughs> around by the fire hose. Yeah. That's what I a picture a 72-year-old Asian man just firing a, a fully automatic rifle. Just Mr. Magooing yeah. it through the crowd. Yeah. Um, but, you know, thoughts and prayers to the families, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Weird thing to do on Chinese New Year. I mean, it was the year of the rabbit, not the year of the rat tat 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 tat. God damn it. I didn't think that was going to be racist. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot of uh, Asian aid here. Like, just a whole lot of Asian, Asian aid? A lot of Asian, we're supposed to stop Asian hate. <clears throat> no, a lot of Asian hate uh, tweets mm. about this shooting. Oh, really? Yeah. I only saw the one. Can I see some more? Oh yeah. I mean, I just typed in Asian hate, and they're all about this. Hardest ever for the lunar nears. Uh, we are broken as a nation and have mass shootings and white supremacy reign terror. Okay, that seems like it was incorrect. Uh-huh. Well, no, I mean, she, to be fair... The snark... Hold on, go down. From some people, delighting in the fact that the shooter may be Asian. That was just us. Because they've now successfully <laughs> owned the libs who feared this was a hate crime rather than acknowledging the collective trauma and grief our community has faced leading up to today says a lot. That's a lot of word soup. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of garbage. Well, I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's less that... I'm not reveling in the trauma that Asians have had or even necessarily owning the libs. It is kind of this thing of like all of us as a society should probably have the facts before we shoot out our hot take. And also just like it's like we said, remember we went through all those mass shootings and mad of them didn't even have suspects because they were shootings that happened and nobody got caught. Remember, like, a year ago, we went through we went through a list of, like, dozens of mass shootings on Wikipedia? Right, 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 right. Okay. Now, it's... People do... 
there is this thing where you don't hear about these mass shootings because of the shooter not being white because it's just like not a sexy story. Like, I think the reason why news networks run with the white guy thing, they'd be like, how could a white guy be so upset to shoot all these people? They're white. Their life is great. It's like this, like, it's a very dumb thing. It's like nobody's like affecting your, like, nobody's going after the trauma of the Asian community. It's like, I think we all kind of need to take a breath and have information before we shoot our hot takes out. Right? All over the titties of the internet. Apparently there was two horrific mass shootings by elderly Asian men. I think there was another one tonight. In the same day? Tonight? Yeah. Where? Uh, Chicago, maybe? If an Asian guy is shooting up a neighborhood in Chicago, I don't even think racism exists anymore. Okay. Uh, who can Tran was Monterey Park. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> what's his name? Who can Tran? No, no. What cereal does he represent? <laughs> Flute roops. <laughs> you thought this was a bad show. I mean, it took an hour and a half, but we got here. We got to the point where we're laughing at a mass shooting. So I guess the core theme of the show survives, Mike. <laughs> His name is Hunan Sam. Who can? It seems like a convenient name for an Asian man. Oh, you know, Asian man who can't trans. His name was Hunan Chicken. What? Who can trans? Oh, we're going to hell. Dog. <laughs> we are going we, to we should, we should write a Sam I Am book, but with who can tread. I mean, no. His name is Who Can't Tread. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> okay. So there was another shooting you said. Uh, yeah, he. Okay. Uh, the Szechuan Don. Szechuan Don. <laughs> no, so there was a second old man. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Chudley, Pat Chudley. <laughs> I don't usually like uh, Ted stuff, but goddamn, dude, you killed that. <laughs> dude, somebody posted a meme in the Discord of uh, the High Society Discord the other day. That was just black man without a father, white man without a father, and <laughs> the black man without a father was like dude, like black dudes with guns pointing at the camera, and white dudes without a father was just a picture of a chick, <laughs> and it made me laugh for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
right. So was there a sec? Was there actually a second shooting done by an old Asian man? Yeah. No. So that's the other one, right? Who can Tran was the <laughs> no, first. That was the. Yeah. No. This Wait, is real. Who can Tran's on first? <laughs> who can Tran? I don't know if this. What was first? What was second? Half Moon Bay. <laughs> was uh, Zhao Chun Li. That's why it was good Chun Li, bad Chun Li. Okay, I gotcha. Right. This was the Half Moon Bay shooting. Okay. So. Okay, so we interrupt the Monterey Park coverage to get to Half Moon Bay. So, where's Half Moon Bay? Is that also in? Uh, seven people shot dead moments ago in Half Moon Bay, California. Comes after ten people were murdered in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Both, in, both there, in California. Both in California. Wasn't there also a mass shooting in Canada this week? What? Yeah. That can't be There true. was one in France a few weeks back. I think that was more of a Muslim terrorist thing. Yeah? Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. Mass shootings in France. Mm-hmm. There was multiple ones, right? Uh, I don't know. Okay, 2022 Paris shooting. No, that was... Oh, December 2022. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, maybe I guess it was longer. Yeah, that's a couple of weeks ago, I guess. Three people were killed. Three others were wounded in and around the Kurdish they're Cultural not even Center. Good, dude, they're not even good at mass shootings, these fucking frogs. Shooting was an act of right-wing terrorism. Light-wing terrorism. No, this was France. Yeah. So it's right-wing terrorism. <laughs> terrorism. Terrorism. Uh... <laughs> Uh, triple murder against Kurdish activists. Okay. Um, so that was France, Canada mass shooting. Let's take a look at that. Learning about all these mass shootings. Canada Lunar New Year's festivities dampened by California mass shooting. Nope. Uh, Trudeau heartbreaks after lunar shooting. I mean, they're just showing you the reactions of Canadians. This was literally this. I can. I can. Oh shit, dude! Look at this. The first one. Let me see. Okay, the first Canadian mass shooting uh, was in 1689. Twenty-four to 250 dead, injured, or captive. Uh, Mechanism tomahawk. tomahawk. Fire and other unspecified weapons. All right. Part of King William's War. Wait, just let's go to more recent Canadian mass shootings. The most recent one was the Vaughn shooting in December. Oh, yeah, okay. Was this the one you're thinking of? Yeah, it must be. Okay. Uh, six, including the perpetrator. The guy did not kill himself. Uh, December 18, 2022, a mass shooting occurred at the Valari residences. Come on. Oh, come look, on. September 2022, oh, no. June 2021. We covered this one. Remember, this was the one uh, where the fucking homeowners association was like, yeah, we're not going to fucking... They put like an electrical room underneath his apartment, Mm -hmm. underneath his condo, and they were like, yeah, we're not going to insulate it. Go fuck yourself. And he went crazy. And he was like, okay. Oh, and he just shot everybody. Yeah, we did talk about this, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's the show, Mike. We had we had two things that I forgot to get to, which was the Andrew Tate interviews with the Romanian girls, and the uh, 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 the, the thing about millennials that we want to talk to those young forty year old <laughs> kids that are just you know pissing off everybody. Uh, but we'll do both of those next week. Um, that's right; they're going to be old shows. They're going to be old things on the on the show next week. It's it's going to be old topics because. <sighs> 
that's just how it is. Just follow me at Chris from BKOIN on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Mike V M Harrington. What what are you what are you doing? Follow your knowers. <laughs> ben, that's obviously the clip. <laughs> Not for YouTube. I, I can't post that. People that I grew You can't up post with. who can't trend. I, people who I grew up with. Follow, follow it. Follow me on Instagram. Follow your nose. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, and I can't post. <laughs> Us just laughing maniacally <laughs> at just ten dead Asians at fruit fruit roofs, <laughs> fruit roofs mascot who can't trim. Oh, good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Say goodbye